I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Timis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 37. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, my man? Doing pretty good. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, if, oh, geez, what, what, is, what is today? We skipped a week because I decided to go yes, to Happy did. Valley Lodge. No, no. I went to Happy Holiday Valley. There we go. <laughs> Because my wife wasn't that happy during that whole time. No, I'm just joking. Um, uh, this is the August 15th, by the way. <laughs> August 15th episode. Uh, so we were gone for a week. Um, I hope everyone was okay with our, you know, missing episode for one one time, I think. Yeah. Now, everyone deserves a little vacation. <laughs> um. With that said, uh, real quick, we do need to jump onto the dirty work. Of course, you can uh, find the Monster Cast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all via the Monster Cast. You can also find our uh, pretty ugly faces on YouTube, um, and you can uh, follow us there by liking, subscribing, clicking the bell icon, all that fun crap as well. <laughs> Um, you can also email the Monstercast at themonstercast at outlook.com. And there we are great at answering everybody's monster filled questions. Um, if you have questions just specifically for each of us, uh, let us know who the question is geared to. But generally, we want to keep the questions monsters related and uh, let us know if you want us to answer them on air or just straight email and everything. Uh as far as all the other stuff goes, we have a website I hope everyone has been paying attention to. It's themonstercast.com, and you can uh, find that, well, just by finding themonstercast.com. Um, and uh, we're doing like some articles. There's a few articles that are written on there right now. I'm hoping to get some more done now that I'm back from vacation. And... Um, we're hoping to get some more stuff. If everyone can uh, find Tivis on Twitter and at him and tell him, hey, write a bio for the website. So, you know, it I looks, gave you one. It, it looks good. So <laughs> um, that would be awesome. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're doing a bunch of different stuff on there. There you can find some reviews from people. You can find um, uh, our guests. There's a guest page on there that show uh, who's been on there, including Mr. Roebuck. Um, and I think that's pretty much there's a but there's a bunch of different tabs. Just go there to the monstercast.com. Click the tab. Check out our merch and check out the merch. There's a shop one on there. 
Hopefully the shop one is going to be updated soon. So it's a little better for everyone to utilize and um, we can get some more shirts and, and merch out there for you guys because it's not just, as I talked about, I think last episode, it's not just m the monster cast branded crap. It's actually monsters con like stuff that we're creating. Um, to be original for you guys, the fans out there. Uh, speaking of you guys, the fans out there, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the monster cast. And there it's basically just, if you want to help us out with a little bit, um, our tiers are really low in cost and the highest tier. We only have two tiers, the highest tier you get to join our discord, which is where we're going to be sharing tons of monsters, fan theories, fan fix, all that fun stuff. Um, and conversations with you guys, the fans, we're just trying to build a, a little community or a big community. If we get there, um, of monster fans. And I know there's a ton of monsters groups already, like on Facebook and stuff, but we're trying to get something built on our own system as well. So, um, Tivis, did I miss anything? Not that I heard. Okay. Um, and then, uh, finally last, but not least, you can also leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It definitely helps the show get shot up there in the ratings. So other people can find us a little bit easier. Um, yeah. and, I think you could do it on Spotify too if you're listening on Spotify, but yeah, there's a few podcatchers that do it. I know mine yeah. doesn't. <laughs> I know when Which, I was on Spotify, like uh, I was only able to give like a star rating for a podcast. I wasn't actually able to write a straight up review, but hey, stars help too. If so, if you're listening on Spotify, give us a five star review or whatever. Let us know how we're doing. You can also, of course, find us on social media. Let us know how we're doing or. Again, the email address, themonstercast.outlook.com. All right. So with that said, Tivis, do you want to get started today, my man? Yeah. All right. We got a long list of guests here in this first episode. So let's jump right in. Okay. Uh, Herman the Tire Kicker, season two, episode 28, uh, aired March 31st, 1966. Written by James Alderice and Tom Adir, with Norm Liebman involved, of course. Uh, Ezra Stone directed this one again. Guess we got Frank Goshen as Fair Deal Dan. Now, did you recognize this guy, Mike? He looked familiar, but I did not look him up because I wanted he to be surprised. He's the Riddler from 666 Batman. That's what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he also played... Uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but B-E-L-E, -E, uh, Belly, in Let That Be Your Last Battlefield in Star Trek. Okay. Uh, he was Smiley Wilson in the 82 show Edge of Night. He played Uncle Maury in Beethoven's Third from 2000. And he was the voice of Professor Hugo Strange in season three of The Batman, which was a... a Mid 2000s cartoon. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Next one is Johnny Silver. What a name. Uh, <laughs> who played Blinky. And we last saw him in uh, as Jerry in Herman the Great. So it's a returning cast member. We also have Pat McCaffrey. 
mm. as a uh, Spangler. We've seen them twice before uncredited uh, police officer in the midnight ride of Herman Monster and a police officer again in Mummy Monster. OK, I was, I'm always curious whenever they show officers in the the monster show i'm always looking for like car 54 references <laughs> nonstop. like this whole episode i was looking for i was like i don't see any <laughs> so <laughs> well we also got dennis cross as sergeant stockwell who mm-hmm. was also a policeman in mummy monster so we got some continuity going on here i love it yeah uh soul gore gorse g-o-r-s-s I don't know how to pronounce that uh, as the first drunk, which I, I have a little note here for something he's in because it caught my eye. OK. Uh, he's in uh, uh, an anthology series called Climax. Uh, he plays the problematically named Injun Joe. Uh, this show ran from 54 to 58, but it features the iconic Casino Royale. Okay. So it's a tie in to James Bond. That seemed interesting to me. Thought I'd share it. That's pretty Maybe cool. other people find it interesting. <laughs> uh, we got Jack Perkins as the second drunk who was master of games in Bread and Circuses Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Carson, the third drunk who uh, n- nothing stuck out to me with him. But, you know, as always, go check these guys out yourselves. You know. You never know what you'd be like. Oh, wow. He was in that Uh, Jack Wilson as the driver. This was his very last uh, acting credit listed. And uh, another notable uh, role he did was Sergeant Jackson in the Outer Limits before this. Okay. And finally, we have Ryan Garrick as Corbett. This is their second to last acting credit, and they played uh, Detective Bruce Hanna in Manhunt from uh, 59 to 61. And that was uh, their most notable TV role. Okay, Awesome. That it? Yep. I feel like synopsis right there. All right. So (laughs) synopsis for Herman, the tire kicker, March 31st, 1966, as Tivis previously stated. Why is my screen cut off? <laughs> uh, Herman buys an old Chevrolet convertible from Maryland for a fly by night. Wow. Let me redo that. Herman buys an old Chevrolet convertible from Maryland from a fly by night used car dealer. Once he gets it home, it turns out to be a piece of junk. Herman later finds out that the piece of junk is also stolen. Dun, dun, dun. And we open with an exterior shot of the house with the logo over top of it. Love when they do this. Just love that. Uh, Herman is at the table with a napkin tucked into his shirt, doing some Frankenstein noises again. Mm. This episode's just starting off real good for me, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then you have to wonder, is this Johan? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Lily tells him to relax. More pancakes will be done soon. And that appeases him. Um, Marilyn has to run and catch her bus. And Lily comments how frequently she has to leave before finishing breakfast. Uh, 
Eddie stops Herman from enjoying his giant stack of pancakes by saying they should buy her a car. Mm-hmm. Lily loves that idea and talks about how they can save uh, some cash by buying on uh, stuff from sales. Herm- and Grandpa says he. <laughs> oh, go on. Uh, Grandpa says he could sell some empty bottles to the blood bank, but neither of these options will amount to much, sadly. And Herman gets this very smug smirk. Yeah. And announces that he will be getting a nice bonus that he will happily put into a car. Well, the whole time that they're doing this, too, dude, like everything, uh-huh. everyone's saying something about doing it. Herman just looks so annoyed and I can't tell if it's like he's like, oh, great. They want my money again. Or if it's like, ah, I would just want my damn pancakes. <laughs> I think he just wants his damn pancakes because every time he goes to take a bite, someone talks to him. Right. Um. Grandpa laughs at the idea of Herman buying a car. And uh, if you remember, Lily's the one who bought the coach. Mm. Um, and Grandpa goes, built Dragula. Uh, so, yeah, he goes, you know, as head of household, you know, there it is again. Yeah. Uh, he's going to buy that car and smashes his fist on the table, which causes <laughs> the pancakes to go flying into the air and drop back down on his head. That poor guy didn't get any of those pancakes. <laughs> No, he did not. (laughs) So we get the intro and then we're down at Fair Deal Dan's lot. Actually, I think the sign literally says down at Fair Deal Dan. Uh, And underneath it, it says here to stay, which raises some suspicions, especially when you see that all the workers are in a tent. (laughs) They were Uh, were waiting for their building to be made. They, They had the. Raise the funds for the building first, so they had to sell yeah. some cars. <laughs> so Herman's looking at uh, a bunch of cars with a bunch of stuff written in the windows, and I was trying to see if they made sense in order, but they really don't. No. The first one just says sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he begins checking it, and he rips off the passenger side headlight, and he's, oh, shit, puts it back. Uh. He then checks out the next car that says low mileage, which is normal mm. for why did the one say sacrifice? Like what? Uh, uh, he ca- you're sacrificing your life if you drive the car. Maybe <laughs> I don't maybe know. I don't know. I mean, he pulled the whole front corner panel off and that just the headlight yeah, he- too is the whole corner panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, cars uh he kicks the tire of this next one and punctures it yeah he's just destroying this guy's Which business the tire looked old as shit because it when it deflated it got like those cr- like the cracked wrinkles in it and i'm like that's that's a bad tire in general how did they even, why <laughs> okay whatever he moves away to the next one that says drive away and there's a a fourth car with like a literal nothing painted on the windows but an actual sign like put in it Mm. and i I was unable to read it how about you i didn't read it yeah i didn't all right well the workers who apparently uh, you know operate out of a tent finally notice him and look up from their card game that they're playing Mm. uh you know they think he's from the local circus and decide to go uh get rid of the convertible they have herman is looking uh for the engine in the front of this 
third car, which is a bug, by the way. And, and if anyone knows anything about old bugs, the uh, trunk is in the front and the engine's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I'm just looking at the carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> when he's the, like, the, well, the guy comes up and uh, he's like, well, so what you doing, pal? And he's like, oh, I was just checking out the carburetor. He's like, oh, well, you might want to come on back to this area here. <laughs> and he shows him the motor. And then I wrote this down. And he's like, Herman's like, oh, I guess the owner must have been the woman. She left her sewing machine in the trunk. <laughs> it's like, damn, Herman's sexist much? <laughs> yeah, but also he should not be doing this. Like, oh, God. Like, until you know how to deal with car salesmen, which... You know, they're just trying to make they work on commission. They're just trying to earn some money. You can't get too mad at them, but mm -hmm. you really got to know how to deal with well, them. Well, <laughs> there's also like car, like shifty car salesmen, like the yeah, used cars guys. And then there's like a decent car sales, like dealerships and stuff, too. Yeah, and not all used places are shady as well. I mean, some of them are I, the one I dealt with gave me way more than I should have gotten for my hhr so they're yeah. real nice uh but again always take someone with you who knows how to deal with this stuff until you get used to doing or at least it. knows anything about cars yeah it's always good to have someone with you as well because yeah. like if it doesn't seem like a good idea they can be the one that says you know nah let's get out of here and yeah you know, maybe you can knock some price off whatever uh <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> which doesn't happen right now, by the way, people. So don't even try and get money off of a car <laughs> at the moment. Uh, all right. So the salesman who I didn't realize was actually, you know, fair deal, Dan, mm -hmm. until way later in the episode. So I just have him referred to as the salesman for now, uh, says the car might be uh, too light for Herman. And Herman proceeds to lift it up <laughs> and agree that he needs something heavier. Yeah. And again, this is a bug, which they're known for being very light. Mm -hmm. uh, like normal people can go and lift these things up. Not like he does, but, you know, yeah. tilt them. Uh, so tell me, like, Mark Henry could just pick it up. World's strongest uh, man. Mark second strongest he's second strongest now Oof. he's retired don't forget uh he doesn't he have to keep sexy, his muscles like, up sexy chocolate or something like that oh god all right <laughs> wrestling <laughs> references guys sorry i was gonna say i wonder how many people even know who we're talking about um so uh fair deal dan brings him over to the convertible but it then is like nah you don't want this mm. and kermit's like yeah, wh why why not why wouldn't i want this he's like look I'm buying a car for my niece and it's oh well lucky for you this belonged to a niece in Pasadena and only got driven like once a month uh Herman says it must be uh very well cared for then and salesman goes sure <laughs> that's confidence right there yeah uh, but then he so, like uh, yeah goes and tells him oh it, you know it, it yeah, the the way he told him, I should say, because you already said it, the way he told him that it belonged to a niece and and uh, uh yeah, of an older, older woman who woman. only drove it to church once a month. I'm just like, one, that has to be the real story, like who actually owned the car before, mm -hmm. and two, 
did they stake the person out before they took the car? I very likely. Uh, (laughs) This whole exchange just makes me so glad we have stuff like Kelly Blue Book with like (laughs) previous car stuff. This gets even better by the time Herman takes the car. So let's continue because yeah, it's just so a big mess. Yeah, Herman wants to test drive it first. The sales was like, why not buy it? Then you have the satisfaction of owning it while you drive. No, no, no. I won't be tricked by this. I need to know the state of this engine. Sales is like, well, let me turn it off. (laughs) He puts his hand and pretends to turn the key. And Herman's like, wait, that's been running the entire time? He's like, of course. So the salesman, uh, Herman's like, all right, I'm interested in this car now. Salesman calls over to his partner, Blinky. Yeah. I can't believe that was his name. But to see <laughs> if Cary Grant's manager called back about the car yet. Herman's like, wait, Mr. Grant wants the car? He's like, no, I, I need this car. And, the, and the, Dan's like, well, hang on. You have to beat his offer of $900. And Herman's like, well, I only got 375 yeah, I love how the dude's like, he's like nine hundred dollars. He's like, oh damn, I only have three seventy five. And the guy's just like, yeah. Um, how about I do you a favor and I'll take your three seventy five, but you have to do me a favor and just just don't tell Mister Grant. <laughs> what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Right. <laughs> so Herbert d- begins driving away at this point. Go ahead. Uh, well, one, I just want to point out. Herman didn't even sign any damn papers to get this no, car. Nor did he even look at the engine at any point. Or start it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, until he starts driving until it. Until he starts driving away. I'm I'm baffled just because I'm like, he look, I just bought a truck recently. We had to sign a hundred freaking damn papers. How did he not even walk away with just signing the title at least, you know, for it? Yeah. So um yeah and herman drives away and the car already starts to stutter like in the street it, it starts oh, to go and as, stop and as go and stop. soon as it like you know how they say once it leaves the lot yeah it depreciates as soon as this one left the lot it backfired <laughs> and he like, didn't stop it, or, or go back instantly or anything like that he just kept going yeah and then then they did this classic um, black and white silent film scene that I loved where it was like, all right, boys, pack it up yeah, <laughs> as soon as Herman down. gets out of frame and they just like start doing their run around and you got the, the nice like music playing of them like goofing off and getting the car. They drove like four or five cars into the same semi, by the way, which wasn't uh, yeah. a semi. <laughs> which one of those has a flat tire now? Let's not forget. Yeah, but it also wasn't a semi. It was like a U-Haul truck almost. <laughs> and I was like, wait, how are they fitting so many damn cars into one truck? It, it was like a clown scene, like the clowns getting out of the car and they're just pulling them into the semi. <laughs> it's obviously bigger on the inside, Mike. It's from Texas. Uh, so uh, now we're back at the house. Herman is showing it to Marilyn outside the back door and bragging about how fair deal Dan and him 
uh, stole it from Cary Grant. Now, I don't know if this is the first time we've seen this angle of the back door, but this is definitely the longest we've been in this spot. And it is really awesome to see. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love when we get new angles of the house and we'll get even more of it next episode. I love that in this, like without spoiling anything, but like they, they give more character, I guess with like the facial features and stuff of all of the characters except for Eddie mm-hmm. because he's barely in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, he's got a spotlight next one. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, so Lily's like, Hey, why don't you start it? And he's like, uh, I don't know how. And I was like, you're not dumb enough to buy a car without an engine. Are you? <laughs> Didn't you drive it here? Yeah. It's like, well, Dude's- well, it stalled out. Like, Ha, you know almost right after i left the lot but it was downhill so i just rolled with it <laughs> i coasted till i got home <laughs> eddie has had enough and tells him to start it already <laughs> and so herman starts it and well the car kaputs. explodes and implodes at the same time yep. <laughs> yeah yeah and sparks start flying out of something that sort of resembled an engine maybe for a lawnmower but that was not a car (laughs) engine (laughs) pieces are falling off all over the place yeah and i wonder Um, if the 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 look of the the motor was done purposely to let the audience members know he really got duped because they focus on it for a good like couple seconds before they mm -hmm. go off of it to really show you like this is not a car motor especially for back then there's no way that was like, there's so much space in there, man. I was like, oh, that looked like I, a possibly, sewing machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Marilyn's disappointed and uh, Lily is super angry. Grandpa says he bought the only car that junks itself. Herman asks if Fairdeal Dan scammed him. Lily says, take the car back right now and get a refund. And Herman's like, won't he get mad at me? <laughs> Grandpa tells him to stop being chicken and just do it. He's he's more worried about what the the shitty car salesman <laughs> will think about him than you know that he got duped. Which is interesting that he's so worried about that. But yet when Clyde was messing with him, he just wanted to kill him. You you think mm-hmm. this would have been one of those moments where he'll be like, "I'll kill him, I'll kill him, I'll kill him," but yeah. he didn't get that. And I was actually like, R- "Really?" So maybe this is Johan. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, yeah, Lily's losing her cool at this point. And uh, Marilyn comes out with the Better Business Bureau number. Uh, she thanks Herman for trying to do something nice for her. You know, she's always so she's like you can really get a sense from her that she loves her family. Tivis, what was the Better Business Bureau's number? Do you remember the word <laughs> she said? Klondike? <laughs> yeah, I have it here. It's Klondike 4570. Yeah. I was just like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, was this a, like maybe a sponsor? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, I was just like, Klondike. Like, and then I started like adding <laughs> the letters and stuff to to make sure it was like a legit number. <laughs> yeah. So. 
yeah, Maryland's like, you know, I, thank you for at least trying to do something nice for me. Yeah, sorry, it didn't work out for both of us. Uh, Krampa says he tried like Napoleon and laughs. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Honestly, that got me um, seeing that Herman, Grandpa looks like Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we did have a sneaking suspicion last season that he may have been Napoleon. <laughs> Except he always so, makes fun of him. I know. Yeah. So Herman pleads with him and uh, Grandpa agrees that go with him back to the lot and begins trying to reassemble the car or at least throw it stuff in the back seat. Uh, we get a nice zoom in of the license plate. QD four, six, two, five. Yep. Cut to some cops in a sitting in a patrol car with a report coming over the radio of a stolen uh, car with the license plate QD four, six, two, five. And then we go to commercial because that was a dramatic cliffhanger. Dun, 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 as they would have said. (laughs) Yeah. So Herman manages to make it back to the lot uh, with grandpa. And I might add the car looks whole, but they still have like pieces of it in the back seat. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know how they drove it, though. Period. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Why, and why grandpa's magic yeah that's what i was thinking i was like why didn't we see a scene of grandpa using some magic on that make it like you know do a chi chi bang bang thing or something i don't know <laughs> well when they get to the lot uh grandpa references uh the poem the day is gone from 1844 uh which you know a little trivia early for you uh herman's like well what do we do they're all gone Grandpa tells him, you know, we do what we or what he always does. Go home, sit quietly while he literally yells at him, (laughs) which is scary how self-aware that is for a lot of the episodes lately. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, dang, like it it's pretty legit, but it also is like something I feel at, at that time, anyways, I didn't feel that it was like a stereotype for the um uh the the family sitcoms but i think it's something that evolved into a lot of sitcoms where the husband's always getting you know berated by his wife for every stupid yeah, little thing well, he does there's so many sitcoms out there where the husband does dumb stuff and my wife says she didn't watch old sitcoms she 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 got influenced <laughs> cuz i get yelled at for every stupid little thing i do and she's in the she kitchen right now. I'm pretty show, sure she's she? going to throw something at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the evil look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so, yeah. <laughs> Herman's now uh, trying to go home, but is lost. Yeah. And Grandpa's about done with all of this. He's he's he says he's going to go bats and fly his way home soon. If he does, if they don't arrive, mm. then they hear a police siren and they're trying to figure out what it is, but they got some stuff crammed in the back seat. So they can't see out the rear view mirror. And he's like, Oh, it's a fire truck, fire engine because they, they yeah. all sounded alike back then. <clears throat> never, <clears throat> never have your rear view mirror covered by the way. That is stupid. And that is why my aunt ran over my mailbox. <laughs> 
And I'm going I to f- call her out for it because don't do that. I feel <laughs> even with his rear view mirror covered, he still could have looked in his side mirrors and seen that there's a cop behind him. I think him. that's what he does because he eventually is like, oh, look, a pretty red light. It reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. It, uh, and, and he pulls over and as the cops get out of the car, a bat <laughs> flies at them. And they're like, what the heck is that? That they're not native around yeah. here. Yeah. Grandpa <laughs> and, just and bolts on Herman. He's just yeah, like, it's nope, no peace. You get a shot of the car and it's just Herman sitting there. So it's pretty clear that grandpa left. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Gra- uh, grandpa just like he, I mean, he literally said he was going to turn into a bat and just fly away. So <laughs> he what does. better way to do it than when the police show up? Because I'm pretty sure grandpa has some priors or something. <laughs> All those ex like he killed it. or something. <laughs> Yeah, I like how they don't like get explicit with it right away mm. either. Like he's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Put two and two together. Um, so the cops walk up to Herman and they think he's been in some kind of accident. And that's like, that's why seatbelts are important. Like there, there's your PSA for the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad doesn't believe in seatbelts and he's hurt himself in several crashes. Okay. So he's just one I'm, of those. I'm going to stop you right there. Learn. I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. Whatever your dad's name is, I'm not going to say it on there. You can't not believe in something that literally exists in every vehicle. Don't say I but don't believe. Yes, this, this is figuratively, not literally doesn't believe in them. I'm just saying, don't say I don't believe in something when it's literally right in front of your face. <laughs> or next to your shoulder, I should say. Anyways. Uh. So, yeah. So then they start proceeding to do an alcohol test on Herman. Well, first they look at his license and like, oh, my God, he hasn't been in an accident. He just looks like this. Yeah. (laughs) And then Herman's like, look, at least an accident now that they say at least before his ID was taken (laughs) is what they said. And then Herman's like. Or they think he's delusional and yeah. then he starts carbon starts talking to grandpa who isn't <laughs> there and the cops are like okay you're clearly drunk yeah. get out <laughs> yeah it's like grandpa he was just here a second ago did you see a bat or did you see him fly off he they don't say a bat he doesn't say a yeah. bat he's just like did you see him fly off and then there's like all right get come on let's get out and you're gonna do a balloon we're gonna give you a balloon and herman's like oh goody because apparently, I don't know if this was a thing back then, but they did a balloon breathalyzer, I guess, to see if you could blow a balloon how? up. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, it says he blew up like blew. a few of the, or popped a few yeah, of them. I don't like understand how this is a eight. test. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure the, the history behind that one. And I did not look that up because I was just like, wait, th- this is confusing. I didn't know if maybe it was in trivia or not that you did. So, um, but then they, they proceed to make him walk the white line and yeah, this is a great scene. They they give him this little line to walk on. And I was just thinking of Fred, the actor, not Herman, the character. I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to walk this line with all that padding on and those big ass boots and stuff. Like, (laughs) I've seen women try and walk those lines in heels when they're sober. They're not doing it right. There's no way he's doing that. So he's he starts to stumble and they like go to catch him. I was wondering if Fred actually was like legit falling, like 
I mean, it's possible. I guarantee they they probably came up or had him do this because they knew Fred couldn't. So they're like, it's going to look like he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I, I really like the scene of him trying to do like sobriety tests and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I was hoping you would know what the balloon was for. I don't I don't get it. Listeners, no, if you know, email us or comment, please. Like, we're genuinely curious. Uh, so the cops are like, you know, we got to take you in. Like, I'm sorry. You just got we got to take you. It's the law. And he's like, but I've already missed half of my three sons. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, they they say he has to go in, not because of the drinking, but because the car is stolen. Apparently, there's a myth that you could use a balloon to pass a breathalyzer test. It looks like by filling the air with uh, some so somebody. <laughs> this is stupid. Who would believe That's this? That's not how it works. Who would believe this? It said that. You fill a, a balloon My with dad. sober breath and using that to do the breathalyzer. I'm like, that, that, that's not how. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not how that works, people. Anyone who believed that just deserved to fail a DUI. Of course, you deserve to fail your DUI or you deserve to fail and get a DUI if you are driving under the influence. There's our PSA. Maybe that was the PSA for this episode too. Don't don't drink and drive because by the end we see another one. Yeah, yeah. So uh <clears throat> back at home, uh Lily and Marilyn are crushed. Grandpa tells Marilyn not to worry. Uh Herman is a born loser. <laughs> yeah. Uh Lily then rounds on Grandpa how about how kind he is, and Grandpa says there's not a better way to be a loser. <laughs> God, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, so Lily is now worried if uh, his work finds out and they'll fire him. Or at least he'll be taken off transportation and put back inside. Continuity! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grandpa says he should be able to use his phone call. Uh, not a thing, by the way the call home and he shouldn't be able to goof that up uh the raven pops out and asks you want to bet so then we get a shot of uh herman at the jail being told he's getting one phone call again not a thing and he tells him he gets one chance and one chance only causing herman to get nervous and call the bbb Okay. Herman gets. Okay. Hold on. I got this. I thought you had something. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I paused. (laughs) Yeah. It's called the balloon test. Uh, They tried to belittle the drunkometer back in the day as little more than a balloon test because that's what they would do. They would try and do anything they could if you were. um, It was way before. Let's see. The drunkometer remained in the limelight until the 1950s. So I don't know why they were still doing it in this show. If this was done in 66, this episode. Um, but the breathalyzer then came around and everything. So they did that. But back in the day, in the ni- 1900s and stuff like that, they were, it looks like, 
because of the Model T and stuff. Um, struck and killed a pedestrian. Someone struck and killed a pedestrian. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this got dark real fast. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> this was like a police would test drivers in various ways to prove they were drunk, like making them say Methodist. Ep- what the? F- I can't. <laughs> a Methodist <laughs> Episcopal to catch an alcohol induced lisp without scientific proof. Uh, one for the road. Another one was the roadside testing of balance and cognition was felt to be too subjective. So they would make them blow balloons to see if they they could do that without getting out of breath way too fast. But what if the person oh, okay. was way out of shape? Like, or what if they had, a you know, bad a lungs, CPD people smoked like no tomorrow back then. Yeah. So it, it was a thing. It was a real thing, I guess. It was just, it was part of the drunkometer, as they called it back in the day. Before the breathalyzer, there was the drunkometer. And it, right. these, why wasn't any of this in the trivia I found? Like, this is the interesting this stuff. The stuff trivia. I have this, is like, ugh. this is a whole article on Ozzy.com. True. I know, but they should stories. explain the damn balloon at least. Instead of banning alcohol, which didn't work, we looked to a device that quantifies just how much drinking is okay. (laughs) We also banned people from roads. There we go. That was a thing that they did. That is the the whole thing about the balloon. There you go, people. (laughs) All right. So, uh, yeah, Herman. (laughs) Yeah. Add that effect in, Mike. Uh, (laughs) So... Yeah, Herman calls the BBB and gets furious with himself, and the cop takes him back to where a couple drunks are sitting there. Uh, One guy is making out with a drawing of a woman on the wall and then begins berating his fellow drunks for seeing weird creatures like weirdos. Uh, Herman comes in, says hi, and they all scatter in various ways, like jumping into the rafters or wedging themselves into the bars. Mm. Uh, Herman thinks it's exercise time. And bends over, knocking the door off its hinges. But no one tries to escape. Do they all, like, it was the worst prison, like, worst jail cell ever because they were all bending the bars. <laughs> it was Yeah, the just, one guy, like, leaps into the bars, like, opening a yeah. hole bit wide enough for someone to get out. Another one puts his head through. Two of them end up on the ceiling. Yeah. And the door just falls off. And the bars should have been a lot harder to bend. Jackie Chan proved that to me in um, Shanghai Noon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, Lily is now at the police station paying. uh, We got a time limit. We got to get another one. Let's go. Uh, Paying uh, Herman's bond. She tells him not to let Herman know uh, how much his bond or know that his bond was only $20. She's like, please don't tell him it was that little. He's going to have a swelled head. Yeah. We don't need his feelings hurt. Like, that's weird. Okay. Uh, So Lily, go on, go on. Cause something happens soon here. Okay. Lily gets uh, impatient that the guy isn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. And he's like, she goes, look, can you bring him Herman out already? And Marilyn begins walking up to the cop. She's like, look, we really just want my uncle. And he's like, yes, right away. Hey, Sergeant, get him. Bro, (laughs) the way Marilyn pops just pops up on screen in this episode. 
and does that and the look in her face and like the, the words that come out of her mouth and stuff, this has to prove more that she's a succubus, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> she like got them to do exactly what she wanted them to do without actually, you know, putting any force. I mean, or anything it's out definitely there. putting more stock in the theory. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Lily's like, it's so nice how Marilyn's handicap brings out the nice nature of people. Yeah. So <laughs> like, do they know something we don't at this point? It's not just like the fact that she looks different than them. I feel like they know a family secret or something. I know <laughs> a secret be for a future movie, but it doesn't reference in this show. So it's no okay. point in bringing it up yet. But in one of the All movies, right. they do do something. But I don't think it. I think it was like a, a, a retroactive a ret, thing. Yeah, retcon for the character. Okay. Yep. Well, I look forward to finding out that you know. I found probably that on a accident. year from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at that moment, a new drunk is brought in, and it's fair deal, Dan. Yeah. Yep. Uh. He sees the monsters and thinks he's hallucinating. <laughs> the, the cop returns from getting Herman and Herman lets the cop go ahead of him. They're like walking through the door and he's like, instead of the cop, you know, getting him out first. Herman's like, you go right ahead. And the cop's like, OK. <laughs> uh, they put uh, Herman puts his hand arm around the shoulder of the cop and they're heading out the front door like old chums. Yeah. So. Clearly, Herman has made friends with the police department. Or he's just a nice person. You know, they they said that yeah. earlier in the episode, too, that Herman just looks for the good in everybody, regardless. Yeah. And well, looks I mean, past he's all also the bad. just a really nice guy. How could you not like him? Yeah. Clyde. Uh, I, I love that he looks for the good in everybody, yet he always wants to kill everyone that just pisses him <laughs> off. <laughs> So he notices fa his family there and he's like, oh, hey, all right, let's go. And as he turns to say goodbye to the police, excuse me, turns to say goodbye to the police uh, officers, he notices Fairdeal Dan is there. Dan sees two Hermans walking at him and begins confessing that he stole the convertible. Yeah. Uh, so now we're back I at home. Oh, go ahead. Okay, so we're back at the Munster Manor and Herman's, you know, walking through the front gate towards Lily and Grandpa who are on the swing, which I don't remember seeing in the front yard, but it's really I'm really loving I, these different shots from around their yard I in this episode. I think we've seen the swing every so often. It's not there mm -hmm. all the time. Like this is definitely the first time they've ever used. Yeah, it definitely screen. the first time used. Um, I think it's been in like the background in like one or two other sh uh, episodes, but it's usually covered with a lot more like vines and weeds yeah. and crap like that. I, I am really loving these different angles we're getting up around their house this episode. Like if this is how the season two is going to end right. the next three weeks, I am all for it. Let's go. And I wonder um, if that's the reason too, because for people who may not know season two is of course their final season. And I wonder if like, cause these last couple episodes, they do some stuff 
At least th- this a episode lot of this ab- season, even when they were looking for the treasure, we got a yeah. full look of their backyard. But like with this episode and the next episode we're going to talk about, I was just like, bro, are they like, did, did they know they were getting canceled? Like they may have. And then they just remember were like, they were feuding we're with the head of budget. <laughs> yeah. Remember the creative team were feuding with the head of the, yeah. uh, the programming at that point. Also Batman screwed everybody. <laughs> yeah batman got hugely popular <laughs> and then star trek came around and that ruined doctor who uh so <laughs> okay yeah i'm gonna bring that up mike uh <laughs> so yeah so herman walks through the gate towards uh grandpa and lily who are enjoying the swing in the front yard and tells them that he put the bonus that they got back from the cops into eddie's college account Lily says he came back from the bank awfully fast and Herman says he never has or he has never kept waiting in lines whenever he goes places. Did, now, before he sat down, did you think he was going to break the whole swing? Yes, I thought I'd like, please don't sit. Yeah, I thought he was going <laughs> to at least it. like tilt it. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa says that and being stupid are the things he does best. <laughs> Marilyn isn't upset about uh, being without a car because she's in a carpool now and a cop car pulls up with two cops who let her out. Grandpa giggles and Herman is confused. Yeah, he's like, what what happened to her carpool? Grandpa's like, that is her carpool, you you dummy. Come on. Good for Marilyn, you know? Yeah. Two cops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's yeah. getting porked on both sides. Uh, it wasn't going to go that far. They're pigs, remember? I mean. So I like this episode. I really yeah. did. I thought it was a fun one. Uh, you know, it wasn't too like. They had a lot of really good jokes. Mm-hmm. I loved the family uh, banter. Yeah. The. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> The interactions at the jail were great. And I loved the new scenes we got from around their house. Like there's just so much of this one. I just really like. Oh yeah. This episode, I really liked the, the fact that the actors minus Eddie, of course, all got to really act to show a little bit more, um, especially with Marilyn and Lily, because they always usually, yeah, sideline the women in the show, um, at least the first season and the first part of the second season. Every so often they would get like an episode here or there, but this episode they really got to shine. You really got to see Marilyn. It looked like she knew that she, you know, had this power over the men too. So it was kind of interesting to see them utilize that as well. So you good? Yeah. Okay. I just doing a quick recalculation here. But as far I got as the wrong number, as far as the episode, I, I enjoyed this episode for sure. Um, and uh, do we have any trivia? Yes, we do. Awesome. Uh, Herman's license uh, shows his birth day, uh, birthday as uh, June 21st, 1815. Uh I- yeah, because he's oh, 160 or 151 or something like that. So Yeah, but now we have a month and day to go with it. Yeah. Uh, 
wish I would have known that when we were recording in June. But. <laughs> so uh, 375 when adjusted for inflation to today is about $3,178. Okay. And the 900 that the guy wanted when adjusted is about 7,984. So that's about makes a bit more sense. Yeah. Yeah. For so like, dang, $300 for a car. I mean, you can go and buy a car for three hundred dollars, Tivis, if you really want. But you're going to be putting. Oh, I've had a five hundred dollar into uh, it every day. Yeah, car before it didn't last me too long. Uh, <laughs> so, Cary Grant, the actor that they mentioned, mm-hmm. where that was interested in the convertible, actually retired in 1966 when his daughter Jennifer was born. Uh, people may re- uh, remember Jennifer as Celeste Lundy from Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, so the phone, uh, no, we already did the Klondike phone number. The convertible Herman buys for those into cars is a 1951 Chevrolet style line deluxe. I probably wrote that wrong, but Hey, I got it. And the bug that Herman (laughs) lifts is roughly 1,760 to, uh, 800 pounds. Okay. Or 800 to 840 <laughs> kilograms for the everyone else in the world. Uh, so that shows how much he can easily lift. And yeah. uh, these cars were in production from 1938 to 2003. Okay. On to the second episode. On to the second episode to this. All right. A House Divided Season 2, Episode 29. <laughs> Aired April 7th, 1966, written by Dick Conway with Norm Liebman and Ed Haas involved. Ezra Stone directed again. There are no guests. Let's go to synopsis. <laughs> there, there aren't any guests, are there? Oh, geez. Nope. I didn't even realize that. All right. Uh, so a house divided April 7th, 1966, as Tivis previously stated, a massive argument erupts between Herman and grandpa after Herman accidentally destroys a go-kart. The two of them constructed for Eddie. Dun, 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 dun. So we open with Eddie, uh, running into the kitchen to see what his mom is up to. And, it's clear from the get go that he has ulterior motives and isn't just, con- you know, interested in what his mom's doing. Yeah, because I I've done this tactic like, hey, what you doing? So uh, where's grandpa and dad? <laughs> <laughs> Lily tells him that they're out working on a secret project. He's like, It's for my birthday, isn't it? You know, it's Wednesday, right? They're working on my birthday present. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what they're working on. Leave me alone. <laughs> cut to the garage uh herman is playing with a mallet and a soda bottle for some reason uh he says it's going to be the best present eddie has ever gotten did you like the fact because i know we're gonna get another shot of another thing that they used but Mm -hmm. did you like the fact that they're using the sarcophagus in there as like their like paints like chemical Mm -hmm. all that other crap like the, yeah. you know, the catch all cabinet in the garage. I was like, that's kind of yeah. cool. We've gotten some open shots of the garage, but we've never been like this far inside it. Yeah. So once again, another part of the house that it's just really awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, 
Grandpa says if you don't start helping out, it will be a graduation from college present. And Herman's like, well, what do you want me to do? You know, just tell me. I've I've been there. Yeah. You know, people ask you to help and then you just friggin' waiting for them to like, how can I contribute? <laughs> Grandpa gives him a, a, the wheel to oil and Herman can't get any oil out. So he squirts Grandpa with it. What seems like on purpose, I might add, and laughs. Yeah, it it seemed like. No, wait, we're not the intro yet, are we? No, not yet. No, yeah, because Eddie comes out the back door, which, again, pretty prominent in this episode. Loving it. Uh, They put up a barbed wire fence with sandbags like. World War II style to keep Eddie out of the garage. Eddie's like, these idiots, they left their shears here, or wire cutters here yeah. for me to use. And he cuts himself a hole to climb through. And as he's trying to look through the garage, he runs back or runs a little ways away from it and yells to his mom before falling into it, it, a trap hole. It would have been a really good idea to show some of his werewolf tendencies of him just jumping over the stuff. Yeah. I mean, we know he can fly, so from his vampire half. Yeah. We've seen him do that before. He flew from the ceiling down. I think twice now, actually. That's true. So why the hell did Herman freak out so much when he was on the roof before? (laughs) It's a good question. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Anyways, John. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, in the garage too, we also saw the casket of toolbox. It was used as a toolbox. Sorry. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we did see that. Uh, but yeah, then yeah. Eddie gets caught in the trap door. And, well, and a loud alarm goes off. Yeah. Like, God, I would hate that. I love the fact that Grandpa and Herman both peek out the door and just start laughing at him. <laughs> like, ha, ah, we caught you. <laughs> we got you now, you little snoop. <laughs> you thought you could snoop on us? And he just, I was like, wait, what? What is going on, guys? But okay. Um, But yeah, so then we go to the credits. Yeah. So it was a long This open. alarm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good with though. Yeah, uh, this alarm, dude, I like it goes off a couple times this episode and every time it goes off, I'm like, if I was the neighbors, I would go over there and just destroy it with my own hammer. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so now we got Eddie coming down the stairs with a jar saying goodbye mm. to his cousin and mom before heading to school. Uh, Marilyn asks what's in the jar. And he's like, look, it's a black widow spider with googly ice. <laughs> uh, Lily tells him to make sure no one hurts it at school, which yeah. She's like, Oh, I don't know. That doesn't seem safe. Be now when you pull it out at school, be careful that nobody hurts it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, he then asked them to say goodbye to his dad and grandpa for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marilyn is shocked that they're already at it. And only says they haven't been eating a lot lately, rushing out to the garage to finish the project. Uh, 
Yeah. And she's going to go talk to them about that because that's not healthy. Uh, so she goes outside, sees the barbed wire fence, cuts it with her kitchen scissors, mm-hmm. <laughs> climbs over the sandbags and begins pounding on the door as a hook slowly lowers behind her. Pulls her up. Water sprays from the alarm this time as it goes off and Herman and Grandpa come out to laugh at her. (laughs) It it seemed like the hook had a life of its own almost. Like, how did it know where exactly to go? I was just like, wait. It's Grandpa's magic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) She threatens to kill (laughs) them both if they don't let her down. And Herman gets a little worried and Grandpa's like, let's toss a coin. <laughs> he's like, let me down he's, now. He's like, and there was like, <laughs> he's like, patience, Peter Pan. <laughs> it's just that line made me laugh a lot, oh, a lot more me. than it should have when <laughs> it happened. <laughs> yeah, that one got me good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so now Grandpa and Herman are out front looking at uh, making sure that Eddie isn't coming down the oh, road. No. And Herman's no, no, like, wait. look, we got a hole. Up. Wait, before that, they do flip the yes. coin and it's heads. And he's like, all right, it's heads. We got to lay it down. Grandpa says. <laughs> and Herman's like, two out of three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be in the doghouse that night. <laughs> he just did not care. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, shit. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, they're like, you know, we got a whole hour before Eddie's out of school even. So let's just, you know, check this thing out. Mm. So they pull the cart off of. Uh, pull the. Cover off of the cart. There, you go. there we go. <laughs> uh, and it's Eddie's birthday present. Whoa, shocker. They told us what it was. Uh it, it took them longer Herm- to make this little go kart thing than it did the Dragula. Yeah, than the Dragula. Uh, Herman's like, "Look, it's beautiful," and he begins to sit in it. And I'm like, "No, Herman, no, you're gonna break it." But he does not in the way I thought he would, though. Uh, he wants to take it out, and Grandpa's like, "No, too late." Herman flies off <laughs> down the road, terrorizing the neighborhood. Uh, and he comes back at grandpa saying he doesn't know how to stop and begins chasing grandpa down around the front of the house, which is a really nice shot. By the way, we've gotten this a few times very briefly. This is an extended look of them running around at in front of all of the other houses in the road. Yeah. Uh, before Herman finally crashes it into the fence. <laughs> yep. A lot. And yeah, there's scenes that he was driving this in the road, and I was like, "That's not, that's not him in the car." There's it, no, it no, like a no, lot it wasn't. Smaller. Yeah, uh, Herman couldn't fit in it, but when he's driving, he fits perfectly. They clearly got a double yeah. for while he's driving around. Okay, uh, that's in my trivia. Yeah, cool. Uh, so they go back into the house and I I just got to say that this is probably my favorite scene of the episode as they walk in and Herman's like, look, you know, it, it happened. It, we got to do something for Eddie. Grandpa's like, I don't 
I just I don't want to deal with it. I'm I'm done. We're not talking about it anymore. And Herman continues to push it until Grandpa has had enough. And he's like. Lily comes out hearing them come in. She's like, what happened? You know, they crashed the cart. Not talking about it. And, and, and this is a very similar fight that we saw after they found the treasure uh, about who owns the house. And a few weeks ago, I, I jumped the gun and because I saw it in the trivia that grandpa put the down payment on the house. But it's actually this episode that we learned that that happens. Uh, so that kind of confused me a bit. Sorry yeah. if it confused other people. Uh, but that makes him part owner of the deed according to their agreement <laughs> and entitled to half the house. So Herman needs to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and Herman's like, no, no, no. You only get half the house. He only, he only gave the down payment. Herman's been paying all the other rest of the Apparently house. they agreed to have him on the deed though. That's the st- Stupid, stupid Herman. It's very stupid. I guess this but is it the definitely sounds like something Grandpa would yeah. stipulate. It, it seems like the equivalent of like co-signing on the loan on the mortgage, I guess. Yeah. Is what they did. So uh, that's what I thought that we were gonna do, but I didn't know if they, you know, did co-signing back then or not. So who knows? But yeah, so I mean it, they're both it on sounds the like deal. a grandpa moved, like, I'll give you a check for the house. If I'm part owner, I wonder <laughs> if we get to see that in the Rob Zombie film. Oh, Ooh. that would be great because we do know that we get to see their house. Yeah, they they do move in during the film. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's quite a few things that happened in this episode that I'm like, ooh, I yeah. wonder if this is where Mr. Zombie got some of his ideas for the back and forth with Herman and uh, Grandpa. Because mm-hmm. we see in the trailer for that movie that Grandpa just does not like Herman. <laughs> no. So. And we really get a sense of that a bit in these past two episodes that, yeah. you know, he's kind of learned to live with him, but still doesn't care for him. Yeah. Uh, even though we have seen him have, you know, he's got a little bit of attachment to him by now. It happens all the <laughs> it's time. It's been over 100 years. Yeah so herman's like all right half the house you say (laughs) and you can see the gears working in his head before we get to the scene you know is coming and this is something i would have expected from grandpa honestly (laughs) yeah yeah uh herman is now painting a white line throughout the entire house (laughs) yeah yeah and there are the family's watching him and he just paints over grandpa's shoes in pure malice. Uh, so there's now we get a, what's that? There's the thing here is grandpa's lab is on Herman's side. <laughs> the entrance. Oh my God, it is. But they never talk about that. Does he have to fly to the lab? Maybe. Unless there's a not another entrance in, but then is half the lab Herman's. I didn't see a line in the little bit of the lab we see later in the episode, so I don't know. We didn't see the lab at all. Yeah, we did. We saw the garage. 
No, we said the lab. We'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. Uh, so to now we get the two men trying to enjoy their halves of the house. Mm. Herman is reading on his side while Grandpa's playing cards and they keep eyeing each other with contempt. Grandpa goes to grab the paper that's sitting on the line, the arm of the chair, mm. but Herman snags it up saying it was on his side. And Grandpa says, no, it was on the line. So Herman rips it in half and gives half to Grandpa. It's like so. Grandpa just crumples it up and throws it at him. On the line, you say. <laughs> and he just yeah. rips it in half. <laughs> oh, Herman is so vindictive this episode. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So Grandpa turns on the TV and Herman begins enjoying it, too. So Grandpa angles it out of line of sight to Herman's side. So Herman throws the rest of the paper at Grandpa and goes to play the organ. Mm. The smoke gets in the way of Grandpa watching TV and Lily and Marilyn are just watching from the hallway. Like making fun of both of them. (laughs) Uh, Eddie comes home from school asking what the lines are for. He's like. Well, okay, sure. You know, grandpa and dad are having a spat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So are they still working on my secret birthday present? (laughs) Wink, wink. I know it's my birthday present. That's what they're (laughs) They're doing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, we don't know at this point. They've been in the house all day. Why don't you run upstairs or something? So he goes upstairs. Then he yells back down. There's a line through the bathtub. And Lily's like, I know. (laughs) Grandpa's side can't get any hot water. (laughs) How does does that work? You can't fill a bath. I don't know, but she seems like she's already been in an argument about it today. Yeah, yeah. She definitely does not. She's over it all by now. Yeah. So the phone rings and she goes to answer it. It's for grandpa. Herman rushes over to tell him the phone is on his side. Don't cross it. So (laughs) Lily hands the phone to him and grandpa's like, hello, hello, hello. And Herman takes some scissors and just cuts the line. He's (laughs) He's such a jerk. For no reason too. Um, And he's just like, I guess you guys got cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's laughing at his joke and everyone is staring at him like, why? And now we don't now know. we don't have a phone. And now we don't know who called him. I wanted no, to know who called him. It might have been Gilbert. It could have been a very, very, very important call from the Transylvania Gazette. To yeah. do a special on, you know, Grandpa. So now we're in the kitchen and the girls are cooking, wondering what to do about all this BS. <laughs> Spot roars, wanting a snack. So Lily gets a bone out for him and Lily goes to feed him. Uh, they then notice that there's a white line on Spot. Herman is very unhappy that he gets the half that eats. But personally, I would rather have that half. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other half means you have to clean. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> um, you should. And, and 
after that, definitely at, don't just leave it and run over it with the lawnmower at like this point a previous neighbor of mine yeah god that smell was so great <laughs> your neighbor has oh. a your neighbor has a dragon no That's they awesome. had two dogs oh this is an old neighbor <laughs> they're not my current neighbors thank god um oh speaking of neighbors did you know this they have new people either moving in or people moving the hell out of their neighborhood in this episode. Oh yeah. Where they have the cart running around. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, uh, this is where, um, Lily then references, you know, they're getting as bad as back in the old country. Oh yeah. Where they would be at each other's throats. Yeah. And that makes me think even more of Mr. Zombies film. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I wonder if like, we're going to get a lot of cool shit like from there. Yeah. Could a lot of his inspiration have come from this episode specifically alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's really exciting to think about. I'm glad we got to watch this before the movie comes out. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I'm just like, they're like at each other's throats here. We're getting references to the old country of them fighting or the back and forth and stuff like that. So we'll see how mm. it goes we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, in the living, uh, in the living room, uh, she begins telling the boys it's dinner time and Herman like walks with grandpa to make sure that first of all, with the way the line is, no, okay. That makes sense. I, I got confused with how the layout of their house was. Yeah. Uh, so Herman's like tailing, uh, <laughs> Okay, no, I skipped some stuff that I really, really want to talk about. I'm sorry. They go into the, the living room to tell the boys that uh, it's dinner time. Mm -hmm. Marilyn looks at Grandpa and goes, I didn't know you wore a monocle. And Grandpa goes, I don't. Herman cut my damn glasses. <laughs> they were sitting on the line. and <laughs> Herman's like, revenge for my bedroom slippers. <laughs> they talk they about a lot of these different things. That I'm just like, I want to see those. I want to see those instances. Yeah. So they go sit down for dinner and we get a shot of the dinner table and it's all lined up. You think from their feud, but it turns out no. And I will add that grandpa is still wearing his half glasses during this for whatever reason. Uh, he must just think they look cool and doesn't want to admit it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Lily is getting uh, everyone food except grandpa and Herman. She finally gives Herman one olive and a cracker and Marilyn does the same for grandpa. Uh, she cuts. the. Uh, oh, she tells them you are only to eat what is in your space. Yeah. So she has messed with the dinner table to give it a uh, uh, kind of a taste of their own medicine, basically. Mm. And as Herman and grandpa try to sneak like some food with their forks, she cuts them with her uh, scissors. The same one she used to cut the barbed wire. Yep. <laughs> she's uh, she's making a point by declaring the dinner table. Sectioned off, we are to remain where we are sitting. Don't cross the lines. Don't try to steal food. And that if they need to stop this bull crap right now, my own words, not hers. Uh, Herman says he will star first and grandpa agrees. Mm. And this is, um, this is where we get the lab scene. I just remembered. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause Lily's uh, Lily they're, and Marilyn are cleaning up and she's like, don't put the food away yet. They're a, uh, their hunger from missing all those meals starting to, starting uh, to wear around. them down. Yeah. 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 And then we go down and, uh, to the uh, lab where grandpa <laughs> yeah. made the microwave, I guess. He he cooks a steak in his instant transistorized magnesium wall oven. I have it quoted here. So grandpa built a microwave. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Herman uses spot the roast hot dogs. Uh, or it's Herman a convectional e- oven, actually, because he makes. Yeah. Yeah. A, a uh, mini convection oven. Okay. <laughs> as we fade to a commercial break after Herman makes the hot dogs, though, uh, Fred pretends to take a bite from these things that were just on fire. Yeah. But it's very clear that he didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I was just like, is he? I thought for a second maybe he'll try and bite it with the fire on it. But I was like, no. I didn't no. think Fred's that kind of person that would do that. <laughs> You don't know how much that makeup is flammable. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, he blows it out and then he pretends to take a bite and he pretends he's chewing it. I was just like, wait a minute. Did he actually take a bite? Because <laughs> they cut fast enough to to confuse you a little bit. But yeah, yeah, it's just barely visible. Yeah. But I definitely caught that. That's very few goofs in this. I've actually caught instead of just found out about after the fact that one I caught and it's not even listed on IMDb. Mm hmm. So whoever's editing those, you failed. Yeah. <laughs> they don't catch every goof. And and sometimes people go in there and delete a goof, which is stupid. Yeah, I don't know how IMDB works. It's, yeah. an, it's basically just Wikipedia to me. Uh, hey, kind of. Kind of. So uh we're back and Eddie rushes into the kitchen telling his mom he's going to bed early so he can see what neat present his dad and grandpa have made him for his birthday tomorrow. Lily just looks at him sadly and she decides she's going to force them to give in for Eddie's sake. Enough is enough. Like, it doesn't matter that it's driving everyone in the house insane. This is for Eddie, damn it. Yeah. So she walks into the living room where they're building a wall together, might I add. Like, they're actually working together to build it. Mm -hmm. And she tells them they are going out there and they are going to be out there all night and they are making Eddie a new present to make his day enjoyable. And they start making demands. (laughs) And she's like, shut up, get to work and kicks the wall. (laughs) Yeah, as they walk out, she's just like destroys the wall Godzilla style. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so the next day they unveiled a weird looking cart. Eddie is not pleased because he's like, it's a kitty wagon. That's I'm too old for this. Yeah. Like, look, just get in it. It flies. So he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Pop. Right. Uh It takes off. And he's like, he's enjoying that, which yeah. why wouldn't he? This is cooler than the freaking turbo one they had for him originally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he gets to actually fly around in it. So that was awesome. Um, go on, go on, go on. Yeah. Well, while watching, uh, grandpa falls into his own pit trap. <laughs> and as Herman's <laughs> laughing, the hook comes down and grabs him, which if you notice, the hook is already attached to him before it begins descending. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so the alarm starts going crazy. Lillian asks Marilyn if they should flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. She, Marilyn's like, I, are we, we going to let him help him out? And she's like, maybe we'll flip a coin first. <laughs> <laughs> I love the callbacks of this episode. Like, yeah. I don't think there was a single wasted joke in this. It's it's nice too to see like it's not like uh she's not being mean to be mean. She's being mean as revenge for them being a <laughs> <Yeah>. dickhead earlier. <laughs> uh so we get uh oh go ahead. Oh go on. No, I was insane. Right, so our final scene here, we got Herman scrubbing the paint off the stairs and the floor. Uh Lily wants no sign of it left. Yeah. <laughs> Urban says he's working as fast as he can because he wants to watch the Western tonight. Grandpa says tough because we're watching the spy show. <laughs> they begin bickering again. Herman pushes the water aside, grabbing the bucket of paint. And Lily's like, don't you do it. <laughs> and he's like, I was only joking. But then he kind of contemplates like, is it worth making her upset or not? <laughs> and it goes back to scrubbing. So I wasn't going to do it. I was just, I was just testing the waters basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th this is another one that I really enjoyed. Like these two episodes, it's, it's kind of, it feels like it's been quite a few weeks since we had two very enjoyable episodes mm. back to back. Like this is a really good week to come back to after a week off. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Um, so as far as before you do trivia, just get it out of the way. What were your full on thoughts for this episode, dude? Uh, yeah, again, I, I loved it. Uh, I like the back and forth. Uh, it's even better now that you pointed out how these this episode could be a very good setup episode for the movie. Uh, that's I didn't even think about that while watching, but now it's got me even more excited for next month. Uh, and I, I I felt like there was no wasted jokes like, you know, how we had some throwaway stuff like the giant can of uh, uh, food for spot just sitting mm. around. He's like, oh, Eddie forgot to clean up again. And it was like, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's world building, but it didn't lead to anything. Whereas everything in this episode felt like it led and flowed into one another. And it was it, it was like. This is going to jump to my top five episodes easily. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is um for me. I I really enjoyed just a lot of the, the gags that they did um, again in this episode. As I said previously, in that other episode that we just talked about, Herman, the tire kicker, that um, you actually get to see them act. We get some more facial reactions and stuff out of. Lily and especially when she's hanging by the rope and everything um we get that scene but you get those references like I, like I, yeah you mentioned and I mentioned already too like that this could possibly lead into some of the stuff that Mr. Zombie grabbed for the um Munsters movie that he's doing with um how Herman and Grandpa are reacting with each other cuz clearly we see Grandpa not liking that Herman Munster. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've got uh, I'm trivia. I'm so excited for this movie, man. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for this film. Um, I do have one thing I want to say real quick. Well, let's do the trivia. And, okay. Uh, I only have a few things okay. here. 
So the title comes from the Gospel of Mark, but many will recognize it as a line used by Abraham Lincoln. Uh, we already talked about the hook being attached to Herman before it descends. Uh, and the final one I have here is, uh, oh, yeah, we already talked about this one, too. The faraway shots of Herman riding Eddie's cart is clearly a much smaller man in the cart. Mm. So that's all I got. OK, cool. So uh, I wanted to point out the fact that because we're about to be finished up here soon mm -hmm. uh, with this uh, show, we have um, two more episodes for the podcast to finish up the show. Um, three more episodes total. I watching these last of couple the show itself. Yeah, the show itself uh, watching these last couple episodes seeing Marilyn get more of a spotlight and everything I'm really pissed knowing that they recast her uh for Monsters Go Home now um because the Monsters Go Home still came out in 66 these episodes were coming out in 66 you know so I'm like why did they do that like the rumor is supposedly that she was too old like the studio wanted a younger person to play Marilyn again. I don't understand that because she looks perfectly fine. Period. It it That's doesn't make sense to me. So um stupid misogynistic executives, basically. Yeah, well, it was sixties, I guess. Yeah. It was their time, I guess, man. <laughs> yeah i could still bitch about it now yeah but. so um do we have any uh anything for next week man do you want uh, you want me to put them up i'll put them up for you i i got it 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 uh <laughs> so next week we will be talking about herman's sorority caper that Sounds interesting. And Herman's <laughs> lawsuit. Okay. That could go either way. Is Herman suing someone or more than likely someone suing Herman? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the interesting thing is, is, you know, he's getting a lawsuit uh, one episode before the final episode. So maybe that's why they ended. <laughs> yep. And uh, we didn't get any feedback yet about how if you guys want us to do the movies like we're doing these episodes or not. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to assume if we don't hear anything that we're just going to broadly talk about them, not beat for beat, but yeah, with stuff we liked and things. And, and, and what he's uh, referencing it, is like the movies, instead of breaking them down scene by scene by scene by scene, will mm -hmm. do the highlights because the films are a lot longer than two episodes, yeah. you know? So we don't want to be on here for five hours, especially because we are on time constraints now um, with uh, different things going on in our personal lives. So, uh, but if you do want, um, you can uh, help us out and uh, you know, go to themonstercast.com and check us out over there and share the Monstercast uh, with your friends and family and, Leave us some likes and reviews and comments and just message us because we love to hear from all the fans out there of not just our show, but of the monsters themselves. So uh, we'd like and, to hear from more and more and more people. So and don't forget, um, we have those 
Amazon affiliate links that we've been posting. If you mm-hmm. ha- want to pick up the movie or uh, that book that Daniel uh, Roebuck, Roebuck talked about, mm-hmm. uh, we have those links on our website. Uh, we have our merch. Uh, we have a Patreon now. Uh, you know, it's it's only if you want to. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it, it helps it- us. Like this. You know, it's coming out of our pockets to put this together. So if you want to help support us, that would really be helpful. You know, the website and the 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 feed uh, stuff. Uh, we also if you don't like Patreon, there's also a donate option on the website itself. Yeah. Again, yep. if if you don't want to, that's fine. If you want to throw in like just a dollar every, every little bit, you know, helps. But, but better yet than asking for your money too. Um, you can also buy shirts so you're actually getting something physical from us and we get a little bit of a kickback from the shirt sales. Uh, yeah. With that said, though, too, we want to hear, like I keep saying, we want to hear from everybody. So if you go to yes. the monstercast.com off on to the I believe it's the right side of the uh, website, there is a little button that's as like a mic button. You can click that and leave us a quote unquote voicemail or message. Ooh, this is new to me. Um, and uh, we can play that message onto the podcast. So um, everyone can hear like your thoughts and stuff. Cause I know we've talked about it, doing it uh, through email. A lot of people aren't going to really do that. This makes it easier. You just touch the button. You literally can record it on your phone. Um, and then you can listen back, make sure it's something you want to send us. And I get it in my email. We both get it in our email. Um, and then it also saves it onto the website so that we can check it before sharing it, of course. <clears throat> and maybe we can figure out a way to play it on the show. It's the it's yeah. You know? yeah, we can download it, put it onto the show, let everyone else hear it um, in the world or whoever is listening, you know other monster like fans. So that's definitely something really cool. That's integrated into the website that I really enjoyed because I was like, Oh, we can get you guys on to the podcast without, you know, requiring you to, you know, record something, save the MP and drop it into an email and stuff. So this is a lot faster for y'all if you want to do that. And, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. And again, you can, uh, definitely go to any, area where you're listening to the podcast leave us some stars or likes or whatever they are uh apple podcasts i know does actual written reviews you can write us some stuff there if you want and then um again we we still have our email too we appreciate five stars be honest give us some actual like if you think we could improve let us know don't just let's still give us five some (laughs) dribble that doesn't help us in any way yeah yeah so uh that said guys um we appreciate you all and we're not out here looking to get anything from you but you you know your fandom we we just appreciate the support if you can give it yeah uh and also we think the shirts are cool yeah (laughs) i'm not wearing one today but yeah i i'm still trying to get mine uh i want to order a uh the political one I need to I get, want that, to get one. that one too. So yeah. I'll be getting that in the next week. Hopefully it'll come in. So, um, so I can show it off to everybody so they can get it too, especially with, you know, election times and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That's coming up. Yeah, timely. Very timely. Uh, well, we appreciate everyone that listens, um, regardless. 
And uh, we appreciate your support, not monetary support, but actual listening support that you guys give us. Everyone's shown us so much love yes. on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we even get emails from some of y'all. So we enjoy it. And a couple of you on Facebook as well. Yeah, and Facebook too. I, I always forget Facebook. <laughs> well, but, they're not as active on Facebook, but we do have a couple of people oh, in yeah. there who are definitely, you know, definitely very nice to us. Yeah. So including Daniel. Including Daniel, yeah. Mr. Roebuck still uh, comments on our Facebook all, uh, yeah. every so often, so that's really cool. Um, with that said, guys, we appreciate it, and um, uh, I think, do you have any final words to this for us? I I am just eagerly awaiting this movie awesome. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm waiting for uh, the movie to drop it. The DVD Blu-ray releases on the 27th of September. I don't know if that's the same day it drops on Netflix, though. They have not announced that yet. I At least I have no. not seen anything. I'm hoping so. Of course, I've been on but... vacation, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that said, uh, thank you very much. And we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin ugly, or handsome, like your father, or you can be black or yellow or